we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, the whore from Hampton College, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> it was Hampton University, I believe. No, it was not. Was I it? I swear, I think. Oh, of course it was. See, I knew. I felt like, oh, I'm gonna have a, I have a funny line this week. I'm gonna. Try yeah, to you were funny. really, you were trying to come in, and with I just blew it. The humor, and but that's that's very me. I try to plan things and I don't do well. Well, it was a good effort. I'm going to give an A for effort. I'm just so it excited was that, University. It, uh, that, you know, Potomac has finally returned. Honestly. That's where it's all coming from, really. You know, when one door closes to Chala's life, another one opens. Oh. The <laughs> Potomac premiere. So Without Monique. <laughs> but, ugh, I mean, I, still R.I.P. Chala. Like, yeah, that we is love still you. so sad. I'm Wood sorry. Chipper. That was a very... Ins- I'm, I'm standing by it. Wood a, chipper. A super insensitive joke. <laughs> so I'm really sorry. But... First impressions, Potomac. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? How are you feeling? How was the first episode for you? I loved it. It they was so good. They came in hotter than hot. I love the editing. The editors deserve an A plus once again with the little like. They're the best the team out of any city down. right now. They're the best. Uh, I just, it just makes it so much more enjoyable when they're like they're in on the joke. Like it's yes. so, it's like this cool new thing that's going around. I guess the reality shows now where they're like, they're like on the side of the audience so even more so like 100%. they're in on the joke. hundred percent. And I think it's so cool to see like reality TV like that. Cause it is like a comedy and an art. That's why we're watching. It's not to be like, Oh yeah. Is this really real? Like obviously not everything is real. No, of course. And so it brings you into it. I agree. And there was a lot of good editing this week. Like we'll get New to New York, it. New York. That's, yeah. what, we'll, that's why it's on my mind. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have, we'll keep talking about this throughout the episode, but I agree. The editors are phenomenal. I miss these ladies. I can't believe I even miss Candace. I think oh. this whole parenting thing that we're seeing from her, I think is bonus her, kids. Yeah. The bonus kids. I, I think it. it's calmed her down. She just seemed very even keeled and very cool for her. This episode. I feel like she's going to be one of the chiller, you know, I, of course she's gonna have her moments where she, you know, takes some less and throws it at Mia, the new girl, which we saw in the preview. But I think out of all of these ladies, she's going to be like the least dramatic. Uh, Based on this episode, come on! Don't count your chickens before they it's hatch. It's gonna be it Giselle is... and Karen. It's gonna be Mia and Wendy. Okay. It's gonna be Wendy okay. and Giselle. Out of all of them, she'll be you know again. She'll still be Candace, but I think she'll be when chiller. she came in first frame singing. And I guess we're just starting with Potomac. We're not even really doing intros. We're oh no, we got to just start diving with... in straight. But there were so many things this week. I love the nude interlude yes. idea. I love that she's showcasing her plastic surgery, and she's just like, I want them to meet the two special guests coming for the night happy and ness happy and ness but i loved how she did i we're not on tiktok but we still know tiktok trends y'all and <laughs> we try to keep up we through other people's phones <laughs> yeah. and through the not say for your boyfriend posted they're like yes mid, oh my god summer. i'm crying with laughter we oh my done. god <laughs> you no one knows what you're doing they just hear your weird sounds Y'all go to Not Safe for Your Boyfriend's Instagram and look at Missy's <laughs> TikTok mid-year review. You'll get what I'm saying. But like that, you just scared laughing. a bunch of people over the microphone, you psychopath. 
So I'm excited for Wendy's season, but another story I'm very into is Ashley. Because she's, it's what is it, 10 days until her I due date? I can't believe she's so pregnant. I can't so believe she's pregnant. having another child with Michael. It's so frightening. Although it was nice to see them all together. They, it seems sweet. I I still I, find him so shady. Just oh, everything about him, I just, I, my skin crawls. He's disgusting. I can't stand him. I'm just, I'm hoping she has a good season. Every single se- season, she's got something going on with Michael. He's ruining her life in some capacity. I just, I want her to have, again, her and Candace can t- kind of just be chiller than the other ladies this season. They can be the, the cores of the group. Let's talk about Giselle. I'm surprised that she's talking openly about the fact that she and Jamal are not good. Well, maybe she finally realized that there's no hiding from it anymore. Jamal sees 8,000 people weekly, but not Giselle. Oh, I love God. that. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for her. I'm glad she's being honest about it with everyone, but I mean the moment I loved her going to Candace's house and just like kind of talking it out with Candace and she's all like, Chris, you're the cook. Can you get us some snacks? He goes straight to the kitchen and pulls out a lime marita and just walks out. I yeah. was like, that's exactly how you need to deal with this situation. A hundred percent. She's too much, but I'm, I'm very happy for Karen. She's going to be celebrating her 25th wedding anniversary and they're going to do a wedding again, which is great. I think that's what she needs. They seem like they're in a good spot. Yeah. But every time I see Ray, I feel like he's aged 10 years. Oh, he looked so I- old and i love him and i he's love an older guy, but he is i just really hope he's okay i do too for especially for karen's sake 20, she can't live without him 25 years it's an institution like she said <laughs> it is an institution before we get to the final party part where like the good stuff really happens robin seems depressed robin yeah is not doing well i mean i felt really bad for juan as well he looks really burnt out i feel like he i feel like he's at his wits end and that's why he's finally bringing it up oh yeah and he felt i felt like he seemed so uncomfortable on screen like he really didn't want to be there no but he knew and have this conversation but he was like okay if we're doing this we're doing this and maybe if i say it on camera in front of the whole world she'll maybe face i mean i hope she's okay i do too but i mean she seemed fine at the dinner (laughs) and juan wants a daughter they want a girl. I know. I can't believe that he... I mean, they would make a beautiful baby girl, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I want them to have a kid now. Now, I want the marriage to happen, even though the wedding's been delayed because of everything. Oh, I'm, that's another it's thing, like, too, though. That storyline has to get wrapped up. They need to get married. It just it's, needs to happen already. Need, yeah. like It's a storyline that's been going on too long, and we, they, it's time. Just book a place, make it really nice, and just do it. I just want to praise the innocence of uh, the Acefo children, Wendy and Eddie's kids, when they pulled out the titty cupcakes. Oh. And they were like, what is it? And the kids were smelling it. They didn't get it. They're like, it's, is it chocolate? Oh, my God. I don't know so, how I felt about that. I was very split on that when I, I, thought as it I was, watched it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was so cute that they had no idea. They It went right <laughs> over their heads. They're, Jesus like, they're Christ. nine years old. Not nine years old. I think they're like five and seven, but. Well, so now how do you feel about the new girl? Let's get to Mia real quick. Before okay. We get to the, the she last part. seems all kinds of, I, I do not trust that girl one bit. I just got to say, she seems all kinds of I, fake and crazy. I agree. I mean, I'm excited for what I think she's going to bring to the show. Oh, 100%. But I don't know if I would feel safe around I'm, her. I'm, I'm very windy. I'm like, where if, you know me. If I meet someone new, it takes me a minute to yes. warm up to them. And I, if all the red flags are going off in my head and all the signals are like, beep, 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 watch out. 
I I run and duck for cover. I I understand. I understand. I think Wendy jumped the gun without really knowing who this girl was. But then Mia was standoffish from the very beginning. So her name's Mia, and she's like, "Oh, that's what." Yeah, she's like, like, "Oh." I think she just felt weird that Karen was asking her to bring a stranger to her party party because she because Wendy's like, "Well, I'm about I'm going to show my breasts to everybody, and I don't know this girl." So I get why Wendy was like, "I don't know," but I think Wendy wasn't wrong at the end of the day. Mia did not make a good first Sometimes impression you got to trust her. your intuition. And so I'm right there with her. It's like, I, I can sniff a snake out like this. <laughs> you, yes, you can. So I'm here with it. Okay. The big fight. Oh God. Oh, so Candace but, didn't show up and they're saying it's because Candace and Karen are which cool. I th- but I think it's honestly because she got sick. No, I, it is. It oh, is. Oh yeah. I don't think it was, I don't think it had anything to do with Karen. I thought Robin was just trying to stir shit up and she certainly did. But like, I also think that, Karen really wants to mend the relationship with Candace. It sounds like. Yes. So no, I'm, I'm, I agree. I I'm agree. ready for them to kind of heal, but Giselle and Karen. Oh my the God. Ladies are at it again. Might I say. Didn't miss a beat. They picked up right where they left off. Oh my gosh. So your drunk tr- truth, your, your cheating truth, cheating truth, your broke truth. I mean, and then Karen just replied with a, well, you're the crack whore of uh, Hampton University. Everybody Broke whore of Hampton University. And, and everyone knows The second it. time you said it and the second time you've got it wrong. Bless your heart. I'm trying. It's okay. I can't, I can't say any single word. So. No, I know, but I can never remember a quote to save my life. Well, it's because you got that hot box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which I looked it up because I was trying to figure out what. Karen was trying to say about Giselle by calling it a hot box. Right. And a hot box isn't, I, cause I thought it was like, Oh, she's got like an STD or something like that, but it's no, not, it's, it's just like a sexually promiscuous woman. Yeah. So, okay. I learned, I learned that like a hot box know. girl was like a thing back in the day. Oh, well I did not know that. Yeah. I like, I'm saying I'm learning these things. These ladies are teaching me <laughs> things inside, outside, I just love my Potomac ladies, and I thought this was a great start to the season. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I I think they're going to bring us so much joy this year. It was just it just my uh, smile ear to ear, grinning the whole time. Yeah, it just these ladies bring that out of me. Okay, something that did make me so upset though was Married to Medicine reunion part two this week. Whoa! Like Contessa, get out while you can. That's all I'm on to talk about. Yeah, there's there's really nothing to report that's new, but it just. Contessa, I feel so bad for her. She's being gaslit within an inch of her life. And she keeps trying to explain to the other women that she's trapped and like there's really nothing that and she no can one's do. Listening. And no one's yeah, I think they're I think at least the women are trying, but no one seems to be hearing her at all. And you can tell it's making her crazy. And she keeps even saying, like, I feel crazy. You are all making me feel crazy. Cause I'm tr- it's like I'm screaming into a void and no one can hear me. I just, I very much felt for her. I, ugh, I love her a lot. And I just think she needs to get out. I think she's in a really hard place. And I get what she's trying to say where she's like, I've got all of these kids. I, I don't need it better for me. I need it better for them. Right. And this isn't the same thing as you, Jackie, or the same thing as you, Simone, as much as you yes. guys are trying to help. Like, yes. this is so different. You had two men that wanted to come to the table and fix things and admitted that they had made mistakes. And I'm not getting any of that. I'm I'm alone in this. And if I'm the only one who is fighting, then I, there's nothing else I can do. I'm also shocked about how much Scott uh, like admitted to, essentially. Saying that he would write back damn on these people's like DMs that were wild. And they're like, he's like, but I didn't respond well, to that. Like, it's, it's just, it's classic 
lying. You just, you now start to divulge a little bit more just to give them enough for them to leave you alone. You start to actually divulge like a little bit of the truth just to get to them to think that, oh, that's it though. It stopped at some point. It didn't get to the point where, where Contessa saying it got to. Mm. I don't know. It's a, it's fucking wild. And the women, I think finally really were starting to get what has been happening this entire year with the two of them. Oh yeah. Cause it's being laid out right in front of them. Right. I, I was in that room. I'd be like, okay, Contessa, this is not okay. No, like, I love I Quad. Would, I think Quad's really trying to fight for Contessa and try to help her out. And I liked, we talked about this. You're like, why did she talk to Scott? And I was like, oh, she was talking to Scott in that hallway where she's like, hey, you know, because I'm on your Just side in case she had to come for him later, he would feel comfortable and feel, yeah, I think that was a thing too. Yeah, I think she was buttering him up. So and I think she was being honest. Her. She's like, no, I'm, she's true. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for you and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm going to get there the way that I know how and that's by coming after you i think honestly quad is coming for andy's job she wants to host she, the married to medicine no but i think she's also just trying to show everyone like y'all miss me i'm really fucking good on the show I, you need to make me come back full time and i she i mean if i will be shocked if she's not back next oh season she's as a full time I, I would watch a whole show of just about quad yeah like i love quad. part three is gonna be amazing oh it's gonna be fantastic i hope we get more clarity on what exactly is gonna happen with the two of them contestant scott but it was so good this week. Every show this week. I know I keep saying that, but every show this week was so good. Oh, it's, it does not stop. I mean, Shaw's was, I think the only really lull for me this week. Yeah. It's just getting a little deeper into this ugh, stupid fight that I, we're still talking about. But <laughs> bottom line of this episode is that Rez is never going to admit anything. admit anything. If he did something and Mike is never going to stop pestering Reza about it because Mike needs to, Again, throw it on someone else because he just for some reason just can't own and admit that he's a trash human. Yeah, but at the same time, Reza was being so rude about it. Like, oh, showing and anything that, that dinner, maybe Reza did do it. Like, you know, oh. what I mean? His, the way that Reza was acting, I started to maybe think, oh, maybe Reza did spoof those messages or got Gigi to do it or I don't know. He showed up in, in his unwashed car. Remember to that dinner oh, yeah. and, and like, like in, in his pajamas, like. And he's like, you have a lot to say about the way I look. So, you know, uh, they're man children. Oh, and by the way, we, we did not get this research by or information by researching. This happened just on our screen. We were watching RuPaul's Drag Race season three. And Michelle Visage says memoirs of a gay Shaw. Oh, yes. Yes. I was like, where are you going with this? But no, she I think it said multiple times in like the first in like season three and four, it said a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, Michelle was, so that's about where we heard it first. Costume. And that's where I feel like it's been stolen from. Yeah. So Reza calling you out. Also, I thought the Friendsgiving was really fun. Okay. The, why was London bringing the t- like plates back one by one to serve everyone? I don't know why. I was like, get Nima to help you. Get him off his ass and tell him he's a, the co-host and he's got to help. Or just be like, Hey guys, it's, it's already inside. come and serve yourself. Yeah, I just blew my mind. It blew my mind. I It was making me mad. It me was, too. I was like, London, d- d- you're so much better than this. But I have to agree with Mike. Like, no matter what, I guess, Maris was doing with her hands, like, changing a baby or not, she was literally just going full yeah, handful. I, I agree. In every bowl while serving no, those plates. get a serving spoon, please. Yes. Or if you want to do that, put on gloves, please. Just Yeah. <laughs> like, I am not a germaphobe by any means. I can get down with the rest of them. I'm not bubble boy. <laughs> no, but, but there's a difference. That is gross. Especially in the time of COVID. Yeah, that too. And we didn't know what was happening. It's like, come on. 
wash your hands she or put some gloves like, on or she, get some serving spoons. She was drunk and hungry. That's what she was. But Paulina getting on the phone when Mike calls her and being like, tell them why. Tell them why you're not here. And she's like, well, you know, I don't really trust people in the group. And then it's about to be revealed. And of course it goes to. It just makes me think that Mike is, is just now forcing this down her throat being like, this is what you're going to say. And this is what you're going to. This is like what we're saying about this now. I don't know if she, I, unless I'm seeing her face to face with someone talking, I don't know what I, what to believe. No, that's, that's, Cause she can thing. hide behind the phone. And there's a reason why he did this. What's with uh, what's her face? The girl before her, Jessica, Jessica. Yeah. Jessica. He did the same thing where he stopped bringing her around because he's like, I don't want to deal with the, my actions. Don't want to deal with like my behavior. Yeah. He's a uh, Mike, 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 but I think they're about to go on that treehouse like trip that Gigi oh, puts together. Oh, yeah. So the, we're, we're, we're cooking with gas here. I need that to happen. I feel like that's been teased out for too long and I want to see, yeah, the, murder, I I, wanna see the murder mystery party. I got to see the murder mystery yeah. party. You know me. I, everyone else is canceling them. I say yes to murder mystery. Hey, great. Okay. I had a little moment watching Family Karma again this week because I, I had tears in my eyes. It that was, was beautiful. That engagement was so beautiful. My favorite part, and I think you said the same thing, Nicholas's face said it all. He had no idea. He thought just Omri was being just really sweet. Yeah. And like, but then he, it, you could see it occurred to him like, oh my God, are you about to propose? And then he, oh, then he does. Then Nicholas oh. cries. It was and Then so, I cry. And no. then I cried. It was amazing. It was just, it makes like, me so happy. They've come so far. They, they were so brave in so many things that they had to do to get to where they are. It was, it, it all paid off. But no, we loved Family Karma. Family Karma, was so good. I'm so excited to see what else is coming. Oh, the underwear line. We forgot to talk about that. Oh yeah. That was underwear the only like, party. New, new thing that we wanted to bring up was underwear dance party, which I think is actually a great brand name. No, really? Well, I mean, yes, it's, it's just a little funny because it's Omri and Michelle, but underwear dance party. Like that's a, that's a cute name. No, no. Oh, wow. for a party. No, but like <laughs> for an underwear, like I, th- I don't know. I thought it was clever. Okay. I mean, the, the underwear's cute. The site's live. Yeah. So. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, then maybe we should just take a look. Well, maybe we'll have to buy them and we'll give and them we'll, a yeah, review. Yeah, and we'll report I, back. I love a good pair of underwear. So. Roni and Beverly Hills this week were crazy. No, in the, be- in the in best, best way. way. Yes. But Roni, it's just so wild that they go from like screaming at each other you know, the residuals of last week's fight are about, are like subsiding. And then two seconds later, Leah is sobbing at the dinner table over uh, Ebony's news that her grandma died. And then everyone crowds around Ebony. It, it just, the range of emotions in, in like just the span of five minutes, it was just wild. It was, it was crazy to watch just how high and low they went and high so and low. quick. So like, Ebony's quickly. like, finally, I feel like settling into the, the role of the housewife being like, well, I'm going to drop this bit of information later after we finish this fight and then waterworks and everyone will be like, I think she's like, you know, figuring it out. I have to say I was a little bit distracted when I was watching Leah and I was like, that is Stephanie from Zola. Like, <gasps> Oh my God. On. Yes. I, the look was very that it was, I was like, Leah. Wow. I did not know that you, I think it's like, her name's like Riley Keough is the name of the girl in Zola. The actress, the actress, I think you're right. Yeah. And so I was like, Leah is basically like a Riley Keough lookalike in the movie Zola with the, with the braid, not the braid, but it was like the, the, I don't know what you call it. Her little <laughs> pony thing that like she had the going clip on thing. Yeah. Yes. I was like, wow, 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 wow. But other than that, I was shocked about how 
it seems like, you know, it's all fun and games. We love to see Sonya drunk and off me as much as the next person, but I do feel like it's becoming an issue. I mean, her talking, trying to talk to Ramona after like during the blowout from Ebony and her saying like Garth is just a tool for Luann. Yeah. yeah. And just not being able to like have a full conversation with her and just sounding like nonsense. It really freaked me out. I'm really worried about her. Uh, Yeah. You know, it was interesting because it hasn't been going on that much this season yet, but I forgot how much Sonia talks about like those just a couple things, bankruptcy, the divorce and her water pills. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Oh my gosh, the water pills, which I want to say, I believe still to this. Okay. Day. No, it's not water pills. It's probably something else. Again, this is all alleged, but she's not probably eating what she should be eating and, or not eating enough, taking some medication, drinking some, you know, wine and just not stopping. And I think a switch flips and I just forgot how she talks about it. Like so uh, cyclically like yeah. over and over and yeah. over and over. And I'm glad the women brought it up again. And it's Ebony and Leah who are like Sonya's biggest, you know, cheerleaders. Well, but well, when you have Luann and Ramon in your life and they're not making you feel good. And I would drink too. I, w- I would do. Yep. Yeah, I would too. I did love how Ramona got the butt end of a lot of jokes. This episode from the amazing editing, like we were talking before of, her words being scrolled across the bottom oh of the screen. Oh my God. So funny. Oh, when she was on the phone with Leah and she just literally d- just talks over. She just literally just says everything. Just like, I'm going to get all my stuff first. Cause I'm Ramona. She's in- just insane. I loved when right after that, Leah calls Sonia and it's like, Oh my God, this bitch Ramona. I was just on the phone with her. Like, <laughs> And she's like, I'm right here. I knew that was going to happen though. I was like, wait, aren't they in the same room? Like Leah, come on. I, I had that was amazing. It was though. so great. I've done that before. Well, accident. I accidentally texted the person I was texting about. Oh Jesus. Well, she, it was a long, not long story short. She was getting kicked out of our senior trip house. Cause she had oh, some choice. That's right. You brought this up before. <laughs> and so I texted her <laughs> like psycho for kicking this bitch out of the house. No, but it's like, it reminded me of when you're like a kid back in the day, back in the nineties, when you would call people and do three way calling and you would like, be like, Oh, we're going to call this person, but I, you, they won't know that I'm on the line. And then they go, oh, so uh, what do you think about um, Matt? And then you would hear what they really thought of you. Yeah, kids are evil. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to use the phone like that as a child. Oh, yeah, no. Kids are terrible. <laughs> I also had to laugh. I can't remember who said it, but someone said, are you saying it? Are you saying I look like a drag queen? And they're like, I am looking a bit like Luann. Who was that? Ah, I have it in my notes and I can't remember. Did Sonia say it about herself? I think it was Sonia, which yeah. was killing me. I just, I just... I love the Luann is just a drag queen joke and it never gets old. For no, me. it was phenomenal. Um, Oh I'm, I'm God. I'm sorry. Wait, wait a yes, fucking second. I know second. exactly. I was about to say the oh same thing. Oh my God. I can't believe we did not start with this, but Ramona singer, Ramona shit singer on the bathroom floor. This is unacceptable behavior. I, I, I wouldn't have been laughing as much as Sonya was. I would have been, like like if you're missing out. the toilet sweetheart like we need to have a talk like we need to take you to she the probably doctor like sneezed and it just slipped out but like what are you doing to yourself she's old she's no no she's not <laughs> she is not that old she's what in her late 60s oh god she's 64 yeah she's 64 years old you i'm sorry you should not be shitting yourself and not making it yeah. to the toilet and then leaving it on the floor and saying oop that's my makeup silly yeah she's like oh no i that's just makeup i dropped in there it's like the kid you know oh, no i just you know 
I I dropped my pudding cup in the in the bathroom. <laughs> what camping did you do as a child? What do you mean? Did you go to camp and someone did that to you? No, I've never. Oh, I was like, where are you getting this from? I didn't. I went to church camp. I went to Bible camp. I was in the skits, but it, you weren't. And like, no one was pretending that there was poo on the no, ground and it was pudding. It was at the church, we would. It was like a day camp. It's oh not like I God. lived there. I never. I did sleepaway camp in fifth grade, and. That was a whole other experience I'll tell you about. Sometimes. Yeah, not right now. It was, it was atrocious. It was disgusting. Sonia had such a good like laugh about it. Oh, Lord. But I don't know if I could. I think they had have to have a serious conversation with Ramona. A hundred percent. But the only thing there was one thing I thought was a little bit more disgusting than that, though, that happened in the episode. And it was Luann speaking Italian. When she was like, when a man speaks Italian to me, I just can't help myself. Oh, God. She was just. Yeah, I forget that she knows how to speak all those languages but it's also like we also really? watched that did you watch that documentary episode they had of her where it was no. like her whole history like Luann's story of Luann's life I can't remember no. what it was called oh my gosh we need to watch this I'm sure the listeners have watched this because it was the most incredible thing it's like about her life and then she became a nurse and then she moved to Italy and she was like <laughs> an Italian like host for shows and did all these things and it and then she met you know became the count became the countess right it's it was like a full and andy interviews her at one point and it's like her telling the story of her life it's one of the most brilliant like hours of television it's so good i don't <laughs> know why they didn't for, didn't do it for every housewife maybe they, i don't know maybe it didn't get that many hits when it first came out so they thought what why bother with anyone else i don't know i want to see them all i want to see sonia morgan's the most oh my god of sonia sonia and bershawn at each other's throats at the end of this episode. Which, like, for uh, what I'll say first is they were both being idiots. They were both drunk and they were both just being ridiculous. But Sonia never really said anything mean or nasty. Just all kind of just nonsense. Brashawn literally was like, you're a clown. You're yeah. an old idiot clown. Not a good look. And yeah, and then, I- I'm sorry. This group of women, you can't say that they're boring. dumb or boring or stupid. No. or uh, like ugly. They're going to flip. They're going to flip a shit. So uh, Bershawn, n- no good. Not, not, not great. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I, f- I feel about Bershawn. I go back and forth. I say give her time. She's better than Rabunka Singer. Oh my God. I'm sorry. But if the number one moment of the episode was Ramona shitting on the bathroom floor, number two moment <gasps> by far the wine, the wine, Sonia Morgan drinking wine through her mask. It was literally without dripping anything on her at all. I want to try this. I want to try it and see if I can do it. I feel like I can. I it feel like this might be my new party trick. It was phenomenal. I want to do a beer Olympics. <laughs> and this is going to be, uh, maybe I should be in summer house this season. I don't know why they didn't call me. And they will be like, guys, I have a new game for, remember how they did the hillbilly games? Yes. I have the new game. You put a mask on and the first person to chug their wine with the mask on wins. Oh, that's actually not bad. That's okay. really fun. I'm, Available for party planning, weddings, birthdays, oh. bat mitzvahs. Call me. I'll <laughs> plan it. I'll literally the only thing that happens at any event. God. Wine through the mask. You have enough jobs. Okay, I know I do have like 12 jobs, including moving on to Beverly Hills. I feel like we talked about New York enough and Beverly Hills was, might win an Emmy for best lead actress in a comedy series. I mean, so here's the deal, y'all. I have been an un- unapologetic Erica apologizer on this uh, podcast. I now have to amend that to, I don't know anymore because mm. 
there were moments in the episode where I was on her side, but then there were other moments and there were a few more moments like these where I really seriously doubted how much she did or didn't know based on her behavior, especially the end of the episode, the waterworks, the mascara, the, it just, it, it felt phony to me. And I really, it breaks my heart to say that because I just, I still don't, I'm still saying, I don't know because I, I don't want to believe it, but it, stuff's starting not to add up for I'm, me. I'm telling you, I think the new hot monologue that females will do on auditions is this monologue that Erica gave at the end where she was like, you know, she just the drama of it all. Her going, I've got a story to tell, but I that can't tell was it yet. Crazy. I have a story to tell. I have such a story to tell, but I can't tell it yet. It was, it was an acting showcase. I really feel like she's been putting in the work. I think Mikey <laughs> Menden and her sat down one day and they're like, okay, let's just, he's like, get into this role. Just figure out who you are in this moment. And then she, harness this character and she's now performing it to not only save her ass, but also Tom's. I don't. She's saying, Oh, he's old. He's melting right in front of me. I just see him deteriorating, which is in line with his story that he's not mentally able. Yeah. And I, if he is allegedly, you know, if I'm sorry, I just feel like it's all shady. I really don't. The documentary, the housewife and the hustle documentary said that as much. Like they said what you're saying. Is it, it seems convenient that all of a sudden he is stricken with all of these ailments. It was surprising that she was defend. It, she was, you know, so angry, you know, supposedly so angry with him and so upset that this was happening and can't believe that she got caught up in this, but then also wanting him to be okay. It's like, she's intentionally trying to strike this balance of that's what it started to feel funny to me. And she goes, Oh no, she wants to play the well-rounded role of, Oh my God, I'm, I'm the victim, but I'm also, still like a loyal wife because all I know him to be is a good husband. But it, it was all starting to get all over the place. Well, these women are fully invested. I said, Oh my God. Yes. I mean, Garcelle's convinced that like Erica, this is their OJ. Erica is their OJ. (laughs) Oh my God. Like this, Kyle did not get to have her moment in the original trial. That went to her best friend, Chris Jenner, who was uh, portrayed by Selma Blair. Yes. In the, People versus O.J. Yes, Simpson. Yes, she is. is. Lest you forget. No, no. Connie Britton playing the whore of Brentwood. <laughs> Faye Resnick. Yeah, there we go. Give a little Brentwood hello. Oh, my God. I loved the O.J. I did, too, but, like, I forgot. I but, no, Erica is their O.J. Like, they are all on either one side or the other. It's going to tear this friend group apart. They are freaking out. It's all they can talk about. Wow, this is on Fox News. Well, and Garcelle is is really spooked by it. You know, Rinna and Crystal and Dorit and Kyle all seem to want to believe her. Because, I mean, they, all they know is, like, and that's sort of how I feel, too, being so close to Erica Jane, LOL. Oh, my goodness. No, but as a viewer, I you want to, and Kyle even said this on one of her interviews, you want to believe the person that you know is is the person that you know and is therefore innocent. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I don't know. I, ugh, it's, I feel, I'm very bummed out because I, I think I'm wrong. I think maybe she's more culpable than we've given her credit for. I think... I think you're right. Oh, it makes me so sad. Uh, what else happened? Oh, well, I guess Crystal, The I mean, let's hope that the Crystal and Sutton fight is officially over. I was really impressed with Crystal holding her ground and saying, no, like, I, I'm sorry about how you're feeling and I'm yeah. sorry if you took it the wrong way, but I'm sticking to what I said and I, I'm not going to. 
I think that's something we're not really used she to. Is a, yeah, she is a strong fucking bitch. And I yeah. Love On Housewives, it, either people fold over or they are usually in that role and people are like, oh, I don't like that person. But no, right. I think she's like, she's striking some ground. We like to see it. And I also love to see Delilah, Delilah Bell, Hamlin on my TV screen. She's dating that hunk from Love Island who, and I'm so happy for her. I feel like that is her perfect match is yeah. y'all. I think they're great. Lisa must be so happy with them and not. They Amelia, seem really like, sweet and they seem very, you know, I, I don't know. I also really liked seeing them, her dresses, her just keeping all of those in the garage. I mean, like those are worth, she's got like, I've got to be millions of dollars worth of dresses in that clo- uh, for absolute closet. I'm saying but I think very loosely. What, I don't know. It's part of the, the, you know, the moments where I find Lisa Rinna the most charming is when she doesn't, you know, spend all of her money on all of the frills, you know, expensive yeah. stuff. And like, cause she could afford to have like, and you know, a state of the art closet for all of her stuff. But she's like, no, I'm, I'm a hippie <laughs> as much as a woman of my stature and wealth can be a hippie. You know, my husband grows shit in the backyard. You know, I, I feel like they're trying to be like, we're just like you, America. Well, they are. Lisa Renna is just like me. Oh, so. fuck. Okay. I also had to laugh, LOL, when Lisa went over to Sutton's house and they're eating outside and Portia, which, or not Portia. Is that her name? Who? Oh, uh, Kyle's daughter? No, not Portia. Maybe I got her. Porter. Sorry. Oh, Porter. Sutton's I, Sorry. Sutton's, yeah, daughter. Sutton's daughter. I was like, what is her name? And I was like, it's not Portia because God bless Portia, which we'll get into in a second. But Lisa's basically calling Porter a nerd because Porter's like, oh, yeah, I'm in the KKG, which is a sorority. Kappa Kappa Gamma. Yes. And Lisa's like, well, when I, w- I swear when I was in school, the, the KKGs were the cool girls, not like the nerds. Or she didn't say the nerds, but she was basically no, implying it was that. weird. They were all like Sutton was basically implying that like my daughter's a nerd. And so like, we, they both were. Well, yeah, they're Kappa Kappa geniuses. Oh, um, like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I just want to say my heart goes out to Portia. Portia. That made Poor me really thing. sad. She's clearly struggling. Well, well, not actually. And that's what scares Kyle. She's not struggling in a moment that she feels like should be really hard for her. Yeah. Of not having any social connection, not meeting new friends, not going to school, not going to places. And she's like. Kyle was like, well, she's comfortable. And that's what scares me is that, you know, she's so comfortable in this like. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I feel really, really bad for Portia. I love her a lot. And I feel bad for Kyle. I feel like they're both trying to figure out what to do and they can't. And it's sad. They'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure they will. And you know, life is like a game of poker. Oh, (laughs) she's everyone's going to show their cards. And with that, we need to end this now. Oh my gosh. But every, show this week brought the heat it was so good potomac really brought things back to life and everyone stepped their game up oh but kyle richards is going to be in a uh hallmark movie through housewives of the south pole north north pole why would they be at the south pole what's wrong with the south pole i don't know oh yeah that's not where santa lives oh right (laughs) but it's not where these ladies live either no no it sounds uh, incredible it's her and Betsy Brandt are the two leads of the Real Housewives of the North Pole and the synopsis is the Christmas Queens of North Pole, Vermont, Trish, played by Kyle Richards, (laughs) and Diana, Betsy Brandt, have won the best holiday house decorating competition every year for the past nine years. But days before Christmas, a friendship ending argument sparks a townwide feud and draws the attention of a national magazine writer hoping to make a name for herself with the scintillating expose (laughs) titled The Real Housewives (laughs) of the North Pole. Jesus Christ. Well, we will be watching. Oh, 100%. 100%. 
All right. <laughs> well, I think that's it. <laughs> you got mad at me at the beginning of the night. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, make sure you uh, like, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Thank you so much for being with us today. We've been in such a goofy mood, but we hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Bye.